Better alive, you're coming with me. Wendy, I'm home. I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! Sally, when I promised to kill you last. That's what made you. You did. I lied. Hi, how are you? Welcome to Movies to Drink To. I am Finn. I am Lee. I am Mr. Smith. And we're back with another episode. Mm. Obviously. It's Halloween. Woo. It's Halloween. Woo. Yeah, and other effects that we don't have. I've got a soundboard on my <laughs> she phone. She's got a little button. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, if you give me one second. No, it's fine. Do <laughs> <laughs> so you actually have one of those on my phone? Yeah, so uh, Halloween is pretty much nearly upon us by the time this episode comes out. So we thought we'd do a Halloweeny film. And what's more Halloweeny than Trick or Treat? Not Trick or Treat. The really good Michael Doherty film from 2007. This is Trick or Treat. That one. 1986. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, before we go on, don't forget to do all the social media stuff that helps us get popular. Mm. Apparently. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm feeling the popular. Because our personalities aren't doing that. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling more popular every time someone clicks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, share, subscribe, rate, review. Tell your friends. Let's just get straight fucking into it then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, we'll, uh, later on in the episode, we'll be talking about some just uh, kind of recommended uh, films to watch over this autumnal season. Um, oh, we'll talk about Halloween Kills a little bit, but that's not going to be a spoiler thing. Because we have you seen it yet? I haven't. Two of us, two two out of three of us have seen it. I don't mind you guys talking about it. I haven't even watched and, it. Uh, we'll do a little a little spoiler free review, I guess. Mm. Right, let's crack on. Yes. Yes. Trick or Treat from 1986 or Ragman or Death at 33 RPM, depending on what country you watch this film in. Really? Yes. Death at 33 RPM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why didn't they just stick with that? I mean, That's it rolls first. off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Directed by Charles Martin Smith. Now, Charles Martin Smith is probably better known actually as an actor. He was in things like American Graffiti mm-hmm. and The Untouchables. Mm. Yeah, he's the kind of goofy-looking guy. All right. Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. But he has directed a few films, including Air Bud. Air Bud? The dog. The dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this was the first thing he ever directed. And he's still got more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he carried on working. It stars Mark Price, Tony Fields, Lisa Orgolini, Doug Savant, Elaine Joyce, Glenn Morgan... Gene, don't talk to me about Palestine Simmons, <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne, and Alice Nan. Sorry, Alice Nunn. Alice Nunn was Large Marge in uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh. Right. And Charles Martin Smith in a cameo, because if I was making a film, I'd put my face in it as well. Yes, yes. The plot of this spectacular tree is... A bullied teenage boy is devastated after the death of his heavy metal idol, Sammy Kerr. But as Halloween night approaches, he discovers that he may be the only one who can stop Sammy from making a satanic comeback from beyond the grave. Ooh. Ooh. Terrifying. 
Um, yes. This film, <laughs> this film is available to watch for free in its entirety on YouTube. Yeah. But it is called Ragman on YouTube. Okay. How is it? Do you know? That? Did you watch I it on YouTube? Trick or treat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, or the the name of the video is Trick or Treat 1986. Blah blah. But the, oh, no, when the uh, the right, title, yeah, 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 when the title sequence comes up, it, it says Ragman. Mm-hmm. So the film opens on a typical 80s teenager's bedroom, which is a basement. I will lie, apart from the actual basement setting side in the attic, that looks a lot like my old bedroom. Looks yeah, like your bedroom now. <laughs> I don't have that many posters anymore. <laughs> yeah, mine was all posters of like, rock bands. Yeah, so like it starts, Aussie. there's a big close-up of um, this Sammy, there's like Judas Priest, yeah. uh, mm. other ones, Megadeth, Mega yeah. and there is the one there. Yeah, of this guy, Sammy Kerr, who was supposed to be of that ilk 80s metal superstar guy. Above the guy's bed, just staring down at him. Yeah, of you course. Know. Oh, don't even insinuate, we know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, and it starts with our, our hero of the film, the teenager, on his bed, writing a Dear Diary. Yeah, it's like he's doing a stand. Yeah, it's literally yeah. a stand, isn't it? Dear Diary, mood, apathetic. My life sucks. Dear Mr. Metal, I know you got my last letters. I wrote the address perfect. He is this, like, yeah, he's actively like, everybody sucks. Everyone's dumb and an airhead. It's definitely not me that's the problem. It's everyone else that's a moron. Why can't they be cool and listen to good music and watch Rob Zombie movies? Right, the moment this monologue finished was my instant first question with this film. is like, are the metalheads meant to be cool or not in this? Are we meant to root for them or hate them? Because they are not portrayed in the best of lights. I know, they're always portrayed as like losers and stuff. I mean, that's because most yeah, of us are, to be fair. But yeah. yeah, this is just the kids I went to school with. Like, yeah. uh, you, you, you wouldn't understand. Oh, yeah. They just think they're better than everybody. Like, oh, come on, mate. Like, <laughs> the fuck? Just because I haven't heard of, like, fucking whatever band you're listening to. When I was at school, we were called the Sweaties, because if we listened to fucking heavy metal and stuff, and then the other kids were the Trendies. You could tell who picked those names. <laughs> just went with, All right, fine, we're the Sweaties, and we owned it. <laughs> ah, so you're a sweaty. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, he's writing a dear diary. Um... He's writing a letter to Sammy Kerr. Nobody gets me but you. Yeah. Your music speaks to me, man. I love you. Yeah. Was he sign off with, like, you're f- you're always your friends? Your friend forever. forever. Yeah, yeah, like, forever. 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 You got a friend in me. <laughs> you got a friend in me. So instantly I knew that we had a lovely protagonist to follow for this one. I can't wait to see what he mopes about next. Yeah, and he signs off, Ragman. He does. That's yeah. his... It's not his name. His name in this film is Eddie Weinbauer, but he's he's given himself a nickname, yeah. apparently, which is Ragman, which sounds like he mops up cum in a <laughs> porno studio. I'll go, look, I went to a different hole with that, but yeah. Any hole's a goal. Uh, anyway, so he is a typical 80s metal teenager, complete with mullet. Mm. Yeah. And then we see him at school, and he is bullied by 30-year-olds. Yes, all these kids are much older, probably been held back a few years, and I feel they deserve some sort of sympathy. Mm, I mean, their lives are not going well. Again, at the moment I saw that... But they're the the jocks. The the only actor I recognised in this was, I know that guy, what do I know him from? What about Desperate Housewives, isn't it? Yeah. I was one of them in Doug Desperate Sound, He's one of the main guys in Desperate Housewives. He's also uh, briefly uh, in, in uh, an episode of Firefly as well. All right. I've never watched a single episode of Desperate Housewives, so I would... No. No. Or Firefly. No, I have seen some of them. I've seen, like, I've seen five. Like, I've seen a few episodes. Anyway, uh, yeah, he is bullied by the older jocks. Yeah, they baby trap his milk. Yes, they baby yeah. trap his milk. <laughs> There's a hole in my milk. Oh, I've got milk down my favourite fucking 
Led Zeppelin t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Cover the cum stains from your poster, you filthy little shit. They, uh, they ruffle his hair, which stays stood up, which suggests he should probably shower every now and again. Yeah. It's the hairspray. Is it the It hairspray? was the 80s. <laughs> but it doesn't look like he has hairspray. And, like, it doesn't look like he does anything deliberate to his hair. It's just a mullet. Yeah, also, the actually... The human equivalent, the Dulux dog. Looks... No. Speaking of mullets, can you believe the mullet has come back? No. No. There's absolutely no reason why yeah. it should. It, all my days, I never thought I'd see the mullet come back. <laughs> no. But here we are yeah, well, in 2021, and kids are walking around, unironically, with fucking mullets. Well, Driving pickup trucks, fingering their cousins. Punch girls used to do it quite a lot. They'd be like, oh, do the fucking mullet, dye bright pink. It is a weird hairstyle choice. I mean, it looks good on Miley Cyrus. It doesn't look good on, I don't know, Steve. <laughs> who works behind the bar at some metal club starting to feel a little attacked here dude <laughs> your name isn't Steve uh, that was, I have white snake bad hair so yeah <laughs> I know what I am anyway so he's bullied um, yeah they also steal his clothes and then steal his towel and throw him butt naked into the gymnasium where all the girls are playing Volleyball. Volleyball. Mm. And then everyone's laughing at him except for one girl, Sympathy Girl. Mm. She feels sorry for him. You can tell by her face. Yeah. yeah. There's the ever so slight key change in the music. Yeah. yeah. One of them does run off to get, get a Polaroid her, camera. A yeah. Polaroid camera. She's a, obviously not carrying around in her pocket because it's fucking, fucking giant. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is when he goes to turn himself around, he clearly fell into there. Went, oh, girl's playing netball and used his erection to swivel on the spot before he starts crawling <laughs> back towards the door. He does that weird little twitch round thing and then starts worming it towards the door. It made me laugh. Yeah, so this is Ragman. Yeah, our hero, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Oh, and it turns out Sammy Kerr, his idol, his rock hero, uh, they went to the same school. Yes. Mm. And that the plan was Sammy Kerr was going to play a concert there, but it got cancelled, yada, yada, yada. Sammy Kerr, this like international rock star, is going to play a gig in the school gymnasium. That he went to. Mm. Yeah, that they he won't hated. let him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, or whatever, film's put together quite badly. Uh, yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah, there's a news. It's one of those. Yeah, you walk in the room and the news is just on. And there's a news up a piece about Sammy Kerr, and he is a, you know he's a rock icon and he's controversial mm. for his sexy lyrics or some shit. Mm. Uh, rock pornography. That's what they call it. Rock <laughs> pornography. And uh, Ragman's kind of like, oh yeah, there's my hero on TV, and then the article ends with, anyway, he's Sammy dead. Kerr's dead. Yeah, <laughs> that was Mostly his life in a hotel. Yeah, Hotel He's Fire, he snuffed end. it, and Ragman's like, Ooh. To my yeah. diary! <laughs> Fetch <laughs> my pen of remorse! <laughs> you got a friend with me! You got a friend with me! He starts trashing his room and crying to a song called <laughs> Tear Down the Walls. <laughs> yeah. I only masturbate to people who are alive, thank you. <laughs> So he's rather. What's the thing with the uh, the soundtrack to this? It's all one band, isn't it? Yeah, fast, fast, fast way. way. Yeah, fast Eddie Felsen. Because I remember I was going to make a joke about and the guy who's into flogging it. Yeah, mm. you, know, you only allowed to play like one band in this town. Like, has there been a takeover? Well, it was quite common, wasn't it, for bands to do like, like Queen did a couple of them, didn't they? Like, yeah, yeah, of course. Flash Gordon did before. Mm. Um, yeah, it was quite common for a, oh, okay, to do a lot of soundtrack. It's actually a pretty damn good soundtrack. It is. It's, yeah. not, it's probably the best thing about this film. Yeah, I don't. This I don't really know. Um, fast way other than this mm. uh, oh I don't film. think they and were no they weren't like Molly <laughs> Crew they were started by one of the guys who went on to be the I think it was Fast Eddie Felsen from yeah, Motorhead yeah, yeah the guy from Flogging Molly yeah oh it's ah oh, 
I do love me some vlogging. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, uh, a rag man is upset, and then the next day or the same day, who knows? He goes <laughs> to the radio station to see DJ Nuke, played by Gene Jesus. Simmons, who. It's actually quite good in this. He's not bad. He, yeah, I was, it's like, oh my god, Gene Simmons got some kind of cameo. He can't actually. I mean, he hasn't got a lot to do. It's not no, a stretch. He's talking over the mic. Which, yeah. he yeah. gives a pretty good performance. It was all based, obviously, on the, um, the Wolfman Jack. Yeah, that's mm. like his childhood hero. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So there there were, is, there he were was also kicking around that he was going to be the sheriff in it, but he refused to wear the six star badge. So you're. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 uh, he's yeah. like the star of David Jesus oh gotcha <laughs> took me a minute um, oh I got it <laughs> I did not he just knew it wasn't funny <laughs> <laughs> there is a the, the funniest bit about all this though is Gene Simmons lecturing Ragman or Eddie or whatever you want to call him on a like how he like his hero worship for Sammy Khan he's like he believed his own hype man he's not a god he's like yeah. Gene <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's just like, a rock star yeah. Gene <laughs> He's just a musician. They're not important. Yeah. Uh, so Mr. I, quite, I find it quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing to myself all the way through this whole fucking monologue. Well, yeah, so Gene Simmons doing pretty good, mm. and uh, he's got the last record Sammy Kerr ever made. Uh, he's got a copy of it on tape. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> because this is the only copy that exists. Apart because from what, the one you're going to play it because I've got a copy on tape. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when we say record kids, we mean that old school vinyl. vinyl yeah. yeah, not a. I don't know. Doesn't he say it's made out of something special as well? It's why it's really heavy. It's like, the studio it? master. Yeah, it's yeah. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure most of our audience are too young to remember vinyls. Yeah. <laughs> also, studios probably didn't hand them out to local record stations. <laughs> this is the master copy, random local DJ. Oh, if you want to explain an LP to today's kids, it's easy. Just imagine a PlayStation disc the size of a snowshoe and you're halfway there. <laughs> it spins around and does the music off a hook. So he hands the last record he ever made, except for the copies he's made, to Ragman. Mm. As I think he'd want you to have it. Because, you know... Of your deep personal yeah. connection through your diary even, that he wrote. Yeah, even though you met. two have never met, but I know you're all like, you got a friend in me. So here you go, Ragman. <laughs> have the fucking... Have the record. Um, and yeah, and the plan is Gene Simmons is going to play the last record at midnight on Halloween yes. as a tribute to Sammy Kerr on the radio station. All right, sounds pretty cool. Back at school, we're introduced to Bragman's one friend and the hero of the piece, Roger. Roger. Oh, I Roger. love Roger. Yeah. Oh, Roger. Roger's brilliant. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we meet Roger and then uh, Sympathy Girl. She, a Leslie, this is. The one yeah, who felt sorry for him. Lindsay for ages. No, it's yeah, Leslie, Leslie, but I just call her Sympathy Girl. Uh, she shows up and she's like, oh, hey, Roger. And she gives him uh, a tape that he lost um, and also a naked picture of himself. Yeah, she managed to get the picture. Yeah. So like, here's a picture of your ass. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, I got the real thing right here, baby. <laughs> In the 80s, you were just handed your dick pics back. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. That's amazing. <laughs> and she invites him to a pool party. That sounds fun, doesn't it, Ragman? A yeah. pool party where you can make some more friends. So anyway, he goes, like yada, yada, yada. He goes to the, the pool party, which is, oh, before he leaves to go to the pool party, anyone notice his car? The number plate says Ragman. Yeah. He's oh, really yeah, dedicated himself to this nickname he's come up with. Nobody calls him it. No. He's determined. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally. I don't even think Gene Simmons called... Like, throughout the film, everyone calls him Eddie. Yeah. But 
Oh, Gene Simmons does call him when he walks in. He goes, hey, Ragman. And then that's it. Then he calls him Eddie. Uh, someone else calls him it later on, but we'll talk about that one now. No. Maybe he's like, hey, it's that kid that used to mop up my spunk when I was a porn star. <laughs> Ragman, what's up, kid? He used to go on the Kiss tour bus. <laughs> Just clean up after Gene Simmons. <laughs> oh, loud. <laughs> oh, dear. So he goes to the... What uh, you use? He goes to the pool party. Right. Pool party is misleading. When yeah. somebody says pool party, you think it's round somebody's house. Yeah. No, this appears to be in the it's school. school. This is a school yeah. swimming pool. Also... There's no music playing. No, this right. is not a pool party. They've just broken into the school. Yeah, it doesn't seem that fun. There's like, there's no music. No. I mean, there's some boobs. Oh, yeah, there was a couple. There's a couple of... Yeah, they usually come like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't seem that fun of a party, if I'm honest. And it, yeah, so it's not someone's house. There's no music playing. It's just a bit boring. But anyway, he shows up and instantly starts getting some shit from the jocks. Yeah. Why are you so creepy? Yeah, to be fair, he is just staring at them. Yeah. Yeah, the girl, the, the, Tim's girlfriend. Tim's the head bully. Yeah. The, um, Tim? Um, his girlfriend comes up and she's just rude. Mm. I mean, horrendously rude. She's got, like, basically, have you ever tried not being really creepy and weird? Mm. Like, why don't you listen to, like, normal music? It's yeah. just... No one likes Rob Zombie <laughs> movies. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <Ow>. They're not edgy. <laughs> no. All right, just having a few teenage flashbacks. I'll be right with you. And then they try to drown him. Yeah, I was going to say, this nice harmless school prank where they drop a fucking weight in his backpack and then yep. let him fall into a swimming pool. And then just watch. What yeah. the fuck? Kids can be so cruel. <laughs> Kids can be yeah, so Yeah, particularly when they're held back from school for 20 years, apparently. Huh. Plus, you know, he was a social outcast. So yeah. it doesn't yes. matter. Nobody will miss him. No. Mm. He's only got one friend, Roger, yeah. the, the police dodger. Roger doesn't even dress like him. No. Like, he's literally the only sweaty in this whole fucking <laughs> school. The yeah. gribbly little cunt yeah. can just drown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then Sympathy Girl finally shows up to the party late and dives in and saves him. Yeah. And his masculinity is broken. Destroyed. Yes, he's, you know, he's not happy to be saved by a woman. So he gets out of the pool. <laughs> he, when he storms outside... He's soaking wet, obviously, and he loses his shit. He really, yeah, he does, really does. Like, fuck him, Like, proper screaming and well, shouting. Goes, I'll be fair to him, it is really convincing. You know? Yeah. He's full Colum- Columbine with his threats. He's yeah. Like, I'll get them all. No, he right. says, I'll nail them That's all. That's it. I'm going to nail them all. Yeah. Well, at one phrasing, two, <laughs> I'm going to need to know what that actually I'm extends to. Nail them. <laughs> and she's just like, um, sorry I was late. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. He thinks she stitched him up. By like not being there, like, yeah, yeah he, apparently saving his life just didn't make up for it. No, no, he, he thinks that she's in on the prank, yes. uh, and that she lured him there. She's not actually interested she, she in was him. The honeypot, yeah, which makes sense because yeah, he, he's, he's, he's a sweaty little turd, yeah. <laughs> and she's <laughs> not. Nobody likes us. He, he, I mean, and him to be fair, he's done nothing to make us like him yet in the film. Oh no, yeah, he's wildly unlikable still. Incredibly, yeah. I mean, even though I was an outcast at school, I wouldn't have hung out with a prick. <laughs> so fuck it, mate. You go cry in your own corner. This library's mine. <laughs> I'm already crying in this corner. Yeah. <laughs> Loud enough that she'll hear a second one. So Ragman gets home and he puts on some of his beloved metal music and he sits all angsty-like for a bit until he falls asleep and he has a dream about the hotel fire yeah. that killed... Uh, Sammy, Sammy Kerr and, and two other randoms apparently yeah there's groupies. three people in that room I don't know groupies mm. yeah. yeah two of them flailing about on fire and then Sammy Kerr sitting in the middle just like yeah like that Tibetan monk yeah like, on the front of Radio Machine or yeah, something yeah. protest <laughs> 
And then you start to hear the backwards voice. And it turns out it's the record skipping when he wakes up. And basically, the whole thing is, the whole premise is, that old urban legend of when you put pull a record backwards, it's like a sublimbal message hidden in there yeah. about the devil or a recipe for Thai curry or something like that. That's the whole deal, that yeah. this record he's got is kind of possessed, and if you play it backwards, he'll speak It'll to you. bring Sammy Kerr back yeah, that's the that's the meat and veg of the film. Yeah, the first message is, let the big fish hook themselves. You're the bait. The bait is you. Yeah, I couldn't actually understand. Yeah, what, first few yeah, times I couldn't hear it properly. I even at all. Like, tried tweaking the sound like on my TV, like every different mode. It was like I, something bad. He said something bad. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's not very clear at all. I meant those casual threats. It's all very um, Yoda. <laughs> I was thinking maybe think more themselves. Uh, I think if, if Yoda went on a date with a Mister Roll, I think that's the voice yeah. we'd get back. The next day, Sammy goes to school. And he's, we see him setting up a chair and then a mop bucket yeah. on the floor, which you're like, what the fuck, what, why? So at lunch, Ragman is still angry at Sympathy Girl. And then he goes over to the jock and he throws the jock's food all over him. He slaps him in the face with his tray. Yeah. yeah. He's like, Cue a chase. Away. A Benny Hill. And the jocks are running. Ah, the chair and the mop bucket come into play. First of all, he runs out. And luckily, like a stroke of luck, there's a group of people moving tables around in the corridor that create this fucking if you, this maze that the jocks have to run through. If you watch each little bit they go through, though, it is like the, the school equivalent of the market chase. Like, well, we can't have like a stall covered in vegetables. Or, oh, yeah. Whatever they crash into, like random school shit, and then that. And then the guy slips on the bucket. The guy slips on the bucket, the water, and he flies all the way out of a door and like just woo down some stairs, like he's got a fucking toboggan or something. Yeah, literally. Although, like, you can't see in that shot, but I don't think there's a door there as well. That's just a black like a corridor, but he goes flying off this way, and then the next shot is from the like the stairs, and he's like woo. He <laughs> went down the fucking stairs, smashes his spine, yeah. never walked again. No. By the way, him. that's not mentioned. No. No one cares. <laughs> no. Uh, I I, it was funny on. when they're going through the school and the different rooms, and then they get to the library, and the jocks kind of do like that. They slow the down and walk. do the fast kind of walk instead of running <laughs> for a bit, and then carry on. And uh, <laughs> Ragman gives them the slip, and then uh, head jock busts down the door with a fire extinguisher and sprays all the teachers. The staff room. It's the staff mm. room. Yeah. Oh, dear. How he, I mean, he, Ragman definitely went in there, didn't he? Yeah. We all saw it. He we went into the staff it. room. But somehow he's hidden like two doors up on the other side he's of the corridor. He's teleported, corridor, like, yeah, yeah, into another room. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. Anyway, later that day, he's back at home and he's playing the backwards crap on the records to Roger. And he's like, this, this message is meant for me. And Roger just thinks he's full of shit and he's losing it. It literally tells him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or a mental case. Yeah. Pack it in. Roger's right. Yeah. Mm. Well, sort of. He's right to think that. Yes. I mean, mm. he's not right, but he's he's right to assume... <coughs> if his, he was right... His only <laughs> friend in the world is fucking mental. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, he plays... The song he plays is... Um, all right, see ya. The song he plays is Song in the Key of Death. Which is, is that what he's called? Yeah. Like, I didn't look up these songs. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, and there's just... There's more farting about of the record, basically. And then you hear the evil laughing coming through the speakers... Ragman! Ragman! For a minute, for a split second, I was really having like, Ragman! Voices, this really reminds me of some of the demony voices in the 
the early Evil Dead stuff as well. Oh, yeah. But then, of course, I realised when the credits started right at the beginning, when I saw Dino De Laurentiis, I should have really known what I was in for on this one. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that. This is yeah, a De Laurentiis film. It, yeah, well, he didn't produce... His his, his company made it, it, but yeah. he wasn't like actually directly okay. involved. He wasn't like a producer. So anyway, yeah, the, the record is speaking to him now and... Playing itself back. Yeah, it's playing itself, basically. as evil laughing and it's talking to him. It's saying, Revenge! Nail them all! And then his mum shows up. She's like, what's going on in there? His mum, by the way, who's the most patient woman ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Any other parent would have kicked this cunt out. <laughs> He's definitely an only child. Yeah. Um, and then he tells her to fuck off. And then it carries on speaking to him more. Revenge. Nail them all. And then it gives him an address. Yeah. Which Wait, he goes so. to. Which turns out to be the shop class or the yeah, woodwork metal class. Metalwork class. Yeah. It's, it's that building. It's that room in the school. So he goes there. And eats a Twinkie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> he just goes, sits down and just starts yeah. eating a Twinkie. Like, so I followed the, the directions to the letter, and now I just have my lunch. Yeah. <laughs> lunch break. And then the jocks show up. Bit of luck. Mm-hmm. And obviously they're not happy with the man of rag. No. Mm. No. So they throw him off of his desk, like full on, like... That looks yeah. I mean, Tim, the head jock, Tim, he's a big, big boy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's like 35. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's about 10 or 15 so years he's, older than Ragman. He's jocking him well enough, though. Like, when he hits the floor in that chair, like that fucking hurt. Like. Yeah, and they throw him against the wall, and then Tim just starts throwing wrenches at him. Yeah. Also, it's the first and only time Tim has ever worn a tie to school. Yes. He's never worn a tie before. Never worn in a tie this since. scene, he's wearing a tie, yeah. as is yeah. his friend, who's uh, keeping an eye, and... Bad luck, really, that day he's wearing a tie yeah. mm. in the shop class because his tie gets caught in a murder machine. <laughs> ah. Oh, no, and the murder machine drags him. It's, it's not. It's Did like you a, not have an like electric a, eye remover in your it's, suit? Yeah, it's like right. a pneumatic pin thing. It's a boring thing. machine, not like... Yeah. Boring. No. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like holes, boring yeah, your asshole. Yeah. But he gets caught in it, and the this looked like it was going to be the best scene I was in the whole so fucking film. Yeah, <clears throat> it looks like he Tim is going to get fucked up by <clears throat> this machine, but instead, Ragman saves him. Yeah, stops it right at the last minute. Yep. yep. And then Tim's like, "It's not over yet." It's like, well, "I just saved your life." Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm we're even. Grateful. We're like nearly forty minutes in at this point, but no one has died yet. No, and uh, like you said, it could have been a really cool, gory death. But yeah, it could amazing. have been awesome. It didn't happen. It did not. No. Anyway, the next day, or that day, who knows, uh, back at his home, his mum is nosing around his room. Because that's what mums did in the 80s and yes. 90s and, and 90s, 2000s and 2010. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just cleaning your room and happened to find everything you hid. Here's all I'm... your magazines. What's yes. this thing here? Oh, Bob, please. So I was just cleaning your room and uh, I accidentally pulled up all the floorboards and uh, discovered <laughs> yeah. your stash of drugs. See, by the way, my mum used to do She's like, so I was just cleaning your room. I was like, then why the fuck were you shouting at me to do it last week? <laughs> I came home from school once with my friend and we walked into my room and I looked around and I opened my bedroom door mm. and I just froze. Because I had a little stash of porn mags and they was in like a... With a chest of drawers next to my bed and you could pull out the bottom drawer and there was like that gap so I used to hide them in there my whole room has been them. moved around like all of my furniture why? I have no yeah. idea but I was like mum so I see you've moved the furniture around she went yes beat and she went your magazines are in a pile at the bottom of your wardrobe I was like <laughs> 
now I have to throw them away. Because <laughs> she's seen them. Because she knows I have them, and now I can't read them. <laughs> My question is still, why were you bringing boys back to your room to look at porn? Well, we when... to look at porn. That wasn't the idea. We were just coming back from school. So also, a lot of us when we were younger had friends. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, you lost me. <laughs> we were, I wasn't going to look at porn. We were going to make out. Your <laughs> friends are people. We're going to play hide with. the fingers. Yeah, friends are people that you look at porn with, man. I know a lot of lovely old men from Bournemouth Gardens. <laughs> anyway, his mum's being nosy around his room, and she accidentally turns on the stereo and gets scared by music. Yes, because it's rock music. Because it's, it's metal. Music. Yeah, and it scares her, and it's so loud it smashes glasses in the room. Yes. Yeah. And now she's scared of the music and a bit scared of her son, it seems, well, who, again, is just staring at her okay, she when starts, he walks in. Just before this, she starts going through all his records and looking at go, oh, my God, these look like loud music. These look horrible. My God, have you seen the size of the fucking speaker stacks he's got in that room? How has she not heard that? Yeah, she's heard all of these songs. Yeah, she must know what he's doing down there. She's, like I said, she's just... She picks up his socks. Deluded. And then, yeah, then there's more of him farting about the record, playing it backwards, yada, yada, yada. Mm. The next day, Tim, the jock, comes into school to find a peace offering attached to his locker. It's a mixtape. I made you a mixtape. From Ragman. Ragman shows up looking extra metal. Well, he's <coughs> super what? confident now. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. now he's got new clothes and hey. he's all like, hey, he's all some nice jeans. Yeah, Ciao. Yeah, 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 yeah he's confident. Hadn't, hadn't killed a guy yesterday. Haven't killed a guy today. How are you? <laughs> yeah. Ciao. And Ciao, Bella. Yeah, that scene just ends, which yeah. is totally pointless and I mean, weird. That, that was basically the equivalent of Peter Parker walking down the street with emo hair dancing. Yeah, Spider Man. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, there's, there's no point to this. Meanwhile, or later that day, again, we're not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Before it's Halloween, suggested that this takes place over one day. That like I think later a couple on, of somebody says something, and there's like, and there's at least three nights and three days. Yeah, yeah it's not. <laughs> over at Makeout Point. Tim is getting busy with his girlfriend until he needs a piss. Yes. And he disappears for the longest piss in human history. He's gone for about (laughs) seven minutes. While he's having the world's longest piss, his girlfriend finds the tape. The tape that Ragman offered as the peace offering. And because she's bored, because it's taking so long, she starts listening to it. And through the headphones on the Walkman. And out of the headphones comes a green ghost, but it's not Slimer. A green ghost thing that starts undressing her. She's having a sexy time. She's having a big O. Yeah. Yeah, Whilst listening to this music and being molested by a green ghost man. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then she kind of wakes up and, well, she wasn't wasn't asleep. Then she opens up her eyes and sees this big demon thing with a big long tongue. She's being assaulted by a giant rubber demon. Yeah. And then we see that very quickly and then that disappears, never to be seen again. No. Which is a shame because it (laughs) actually looked pretty fucking cool. No. And, it uh, looks kind of like the uh, the hellhound from Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, does. With yeah, a long tongue. Yeah, well, I mean, it's I was... like in two shots, and you never see her again. Yeah, I was getting dirty a Ghostbusters vibe off this whole scene. Anyway, kind of reminded me of the whole dream that yeah, Ray yeah, has, yeah. where he's yeah. kind of like lift, blow it, it's off similar the... to Ray's dream. Mm. Yeah. Tim returns to find that uh, what well, I can't remember his girlfriend's name. Laurie. No, Laurie. Leslie. Les- no, no, Leslie's the sympathy girl. Ah, oh, who cares? Girl. Anyway, he gets back. <laughs> She's not important. No, uh, and the size of her head's the, the side of her oh, head is melted. Her ears are melted. melted. Yeah, 
and she's unconscious. But she's not dead. No. As we find out later. You assume she's dead. I saw this a few, I watched this a few times with my friend Dan when we was kids, and that's that's the one scene that I always remember. I'd forgotten about the rubber demon bit, but the bit where he peels like the headphones off and Mm. her ears are all like fucking bubblegum, like Like, yeah, it's the only bit that ever stuck in my head. Yeah, I actually thought that bit was quite cool. It's not bad. I quite, quite like this scene. It wasn't amazing, but it was like, this is definitely more interesting than anything that has fucking happened so far. Although I got really excited and put down a tally for one on the uh, kill count I was doing for the movie. And I had to cross it out. Yeah, yeah we later on find out she hasn't died. She's I've just never been more disappointed. Yeah. Now we get, obviously, the highlight of the film, Ozzy Osbourne's cameo! It's uh, it's they're watching the TV and Ozzy is on the TV playing a reverend, yeah, who yeah. is very religious and very opposed to heavy metal. Also, clearly fucked. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and yet still probably the most sober I've personally ever seen him. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke. Is that Ozzy Osbourne is playing yeah. a religious man who hates heavy metal? Look at yeah. this album, man. It's called "Do It Like a Dog." <laughs> <laughs> what do you think that suggests? It's, good, dude. it's clearly sexual in nature. Sharon. <laughs> yeah. It's that's pretty good, right? Like that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's the joke. That's his cameo. Ha ha ha. Okay, cool. Then Tim shows up at Ragman's house, angry, because she's in the hospital, man. And everyone goes, "I thought she was dead." Yeah. But then Tim gets a bit scared of Ragman because the jack o' lanterns, kind of the fire in them, kind of flares up a bit. Yeah. Bit like he's he turns up his house stage. to yell at him, and then he's like, "Stay the fuck away from me, man!" It's like you came here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Genie, that's the girl's name. Ah, Genie. Because yeah. he goes in and starts asking the record, like our Sammy Kurt, like, "What happens to Genie?" And it's like cheap thrills. Yeah, What's and the that? record does a more does Genius more scenes. evil laughing, doesn't it? Mm. And it says like, "Nail them all, fuck them, <laughs> fuck them all to death." Oh, this is one of my favourite bits where he's talking to Sammy. And he's like, yeah, Sammy's going on about nailing them all and Eddie's mum knocks on the door and he's like, bring her in here, we'll nail her too. Yeah. Like, Hello, <laughs> that's illegal. <laughs> yeah, Ragman, he decides he wants to end it, but the, the records, as in Sammy, speak, you know, through the speakers, were like, no, fuck them, well, fuck them all. And then, um, yeah, then he wants to get the mum in there and kill the mum as well. Mm. But it says Naylor. Yeah, Naylor. Yeah. Naylor. Open to bucket. interpretation. Yeah, who knows. And then Ragman tries to unplug the stereo, which causes an earthquake. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And then there's like a kind of a, a Freddy Krueger through the wall effect with yeah, Sammy I trying to come out the speaker. Really started enjoying this bit. Mm. But then it just ends. Yeah, then it stops yeah. and so nothing happens. Placement Pepsi falls over. Yeah. <coughs> nothing Sets happens. Fire to the vinyl somehow. It just stops. But then, out of nowhere, Sammy Kerr appears. Ooh. About 10 seconds before he appeared, I'd paused this for the first time and like, you know what, this has been dull as shit so far, I need a break from it. If I come back, if this isn't where it starts getting good, I'm going to be annoyed. Yeah. I actually, I'm going to just say from here, I actually quite enjoyed the rest of it from here. Oh, I, thought, I thought it was mm. a great laugh, but we'll, we'll go through one. So yeah, Sammy has now appeared in the room with a bolt of lightning and he's there and he's got half a burnt face. Yes. Mm. Oi, sounds like somebody burnt the brisket. Oh, wait, it's my face. (laughs) Boy, it's got to be a tough gig. (laughs) And then the TV suddenly comes on for no fucking reason whatsoever. Ozzy's back on the TV. And Sammy kills him through the TV screen somehow. Because he puts puts his hand on his face and Ozzy goes like, yeah, later on, when there's another, yeah, there's another shot with the TV there when they're talking about the fact that Ozzy died of a massive brain hemorrhage. Oh, I didn't know. I yeah, didn't pay he can that bit. kill you 
if you're on TV, he oh yeah, I know he does it later on in yeah. fantastic fashion. Oh, yeah, yes. I mean, wouldn't that great? Next time you're watching a Rob Zombie movie, you just reach and kill Sherry. I'm oh, sorry, <laughs> oh, I digress. <laughs> you're not a fucking kitten. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. Are you guys? You should all seen the preview shots of the monsters. I tell you. Yeah. Yeah, and that's all we have to say about that. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Ozzy is dead. That's the end of his cameo. Uh, and then fucking good, good Sammy's like, you should be more loyal, and then just leaves. So yeah, be more loyal to your god. No, your idols, yeah. sorry. Yeah, be you should more be more loyal, loyal, to loyal to your idols, or they'll turn on you. Mm. Yeah. Then his mum knocks on the door mm. again with some milk, and the, yeah, that's when he disappears. And Ragman just starts smashing up his stereo with a bat. Yeah. And his mum's like, well, what did you do? What was that for? And he turns around and he goes, I wanted a new one. What a little brat. <laughs> what a little fucking shit. You want a new one? I want a new fucking husband. But I can't get one because of you, you little shit. You're paying for that. You're getting a paper round. Twat. She you cut your hair. Jobs. Fuck rag, man. Also, he smashed up the stereo after Sammy's come out of it. Sammy's gone. Like, yeah. He's not in that stereo anymore. So that whole fucking like effort. The door yeah, the idea for the stable door after the horses yeah. are bolted, isn't it? The idea is that he can... He's kind of in the electrics... Yeah, he's yeah. in like stereos That's never and TVs. Really explained why that would be? No, I mean, he dies in a fire and he's brought back to life by a record being played backwards. But why does that give him electrical powers? This is then his weakness instead of fire. No, 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 Is it to come at the appropriate moment? Is it Poltergeist with the kit, the things in the TV that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a. Yeah, it's like that. That's the thing. That's what they got. But he can also just show up and make you rock. Hallelujah. He then, this is Ragman, he then phones up Roger and he asks Roger to go and get the tape from Tim's car. The sex murder cassette. Yes, which should definitely be in police evidence, but isn't. Fine. Mm. Yeah, it's just, Tim hasn't been to the police, has he? (laughs) Yeah. I should go to the police immediately, but first of all, I'm going to get threatened by a man with a mullet to his own daughter. Yeah, it is weird. When he does drive to Ragman's house, like, she's in the hospital, like, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. but he's like, also like, what did you do to that tape, man? So he knows it's the tape, he's just which he then just car. leaves in his car, still yeah. in the fucking Walkman. <laughs> so, yeah, he's, he tells Roger to go get the fucking tape and destroy it. Roger <laughs> steals, steals the tape from his car, he's dressed up like car. a burglar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a fucking wire hanger, until he realises the door's unlocked anyway. That whole little bit could have just been a scene from a totally different film. Oh, it's hilarious. It's, it's brilliant. the funniest I bit in the whole it. fucking yeah. film. And he's ta- he steals the tape, and then he rides off in a little motorised geek mobile thing. He's got yeah. <laughs> and his little burger outfit still. Yeah. I love the bit though where he's like, he's putting a wire hanger in there, and then you can see the thing, like the the lock thing, mm. stuck up. So he goes, ah! Oh. So he opens that, grabs the thing, shuts the door, and walks out of shot. Then a beat later, he comes back, grabs the coat hanger, coat hanger coat still hanging out the fucking door. car door. See, Roger is comedy genius. Yeah. <laughs> I love Roger in this. So Roger has the tape now. He doesn't destroy it. He listens to Obviously. it. Obviously. Obviously he listens to it, because why would you do what your mullet friend says? <laughs> Roger has a tape. He doesn't destroy it. He decides to listen to it. And it starts blowing up all the electrics in Robert, uh, Sorry, in Roger's house. And now Sammy appears in Roger's house, because that's how it works. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yes. And he says to Roger, play my tape. Or die. Yeah. He's like, I was playing your tape. He's not very specific yeah. when he says play my tape. <laughs> it turns out what he means is play my tape at the Halloween dance that yeah. hasn't been mentioned yet. 
Mm. But it's definitely going to be a thing. School gig that I'm desperate to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even after death. Even yeah. though my record's getting played on the radio anyway at midnight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. And that then. A miserable old bag is on the fucking TV. Yeah, there's a miserable old bag on the TV talking about how Ozzy Osbourne is dead. And Sammy takes one look at her, reaches into the screen, grabs her, pulls her through the screen as he does. She's burned alive yeah. and is also about three foot yeah, high now. She's yeah. tiny. <laughs> just burned fucking corpse of ash, which he just throws on the floor. Again, it's about three foot high. Well, I guess on TV they are smaller. Yeah, this is what it's like. And it's then like he, the whole thing about do little people live in the telly? Yeah. Yes, and they do. He, and Sammy fucks off again, and you're just left with Roger <laughs> hoovering up the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it, best two minutes of the film. Essentially hoovering a corpse. Yeah, it's like, oh damn, my mum will be home soon. <laughs> yeah, that, that whole bit, I actually loved that, it was great. <laughs> so, this is now Halloween night in the film. And that yes. night... Because it's the same day, remember? Yeah, sure. Three days later. <laughs> that night, over at Ragman's house, Stan arrives... Stan's genius. Who the as well. fuck is he? <laughs> this is her mum's. Is uh, Eddie's mum's. Not been boyfriend. mentioned at all. No, not at all. And then the door goes like, "Hey, Stan's here." Who? <laughs> Who's Stan? He's like an emaciated Rambo, and he's yeah. looking skinny doing, as he's fuck. He's doing a fucking. Is it a Ronald Reagan impression? Yeah. Despite the fact he looks nothing like Ronald Reagan, he isn't dressed like Ronald. He looks like a skinny, <laughs> malnourished Dick Cheney dressed as Rambo, yeah. doing a Ronald Reagan impression. What? And who is he? It turns out he's just like, hey, I'm banging your mom. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> it's such a weird little scene. Is that the guy, is that the cameo from the director? No, is no. That would have been brilliant. If yeah, I was, was going to say. Oh, and then uh, the door goes. They're like, yeah, so uh, Ragman's mum goes to help with Stan. Uh, they leave for the night and he's left alone because he's grounded because he smashed up his stereo, little shit. Yeah. And all the trick or treat is. There and I love it. He just goes, "Come back tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> it's one little girl on her own. Yeah, mm. who let? Like, she's like eight years old, wandering yeah. about on her own, trick or treating. That's well, she's terrible a, parenting. She's a sweaty. She's got no friends. <laughs> <laughs> Over at the Halloween dance at the school, Roger is there, not in costume. Couldn't be bothered. Yeah, the only one that didn't go dressed up. Yeah, and he's playing the tape. Don't. Dun, dun. So something's going to happen. I don't fucking know. A Symphony girl there, Leslie, and she phones Ragman. I thought you'd be here. Or some shit. Yeah. And he can hear the tape in the background. It's like, oh no. Oh yeah, she's trying to be all sexy. He's like, oh, my outfit's just peeling off of me. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah. Uh, He's like, wait, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut up, I can hear music in the background. Oh my God, is that Roger? Yeah, Roger's playing the tape, he hears it, so Sammy's got to get over there, fuck being grounded, uh, but it turns out, sorry, yeah, Ragman's got to get over there, it turns out Sammy has control of Ragman's car because there's a tape in the cassette deck. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So he goes full Christine in the car. Yeah, and yeah. he takes over the car and he drives it into stuff that explodes. <laughs> backwards. <laughs> He's driving backwards the whole time as well, isn't it? Uh... Yeah, the, the car's on fire and it stops on the edge of a bridge. Luckily, just in time because Ragman manages to, I don't know, pull out a fucking fuse or something. It's a bit of a silly scene. Yeah. He, yeah, where he unplugs the car stereo, which we've already seen doesn't work from before because he mm. unplugged the stereo in the house and Sammy still appeared. Yeah. But anyway, it works now. <laughs> so, yeah, that so that was lucky. And then he, yeah, so he can come through electrical devices and anytime you play, wherever you're playing his music on, he can 
come out of that yeah. and control that or whatever. Not totally what, clear. So where does that end? What if I'm walking down the road whistling in it? But maybe there's got to be some electrical The rules yeah. are unclear. Yeah, yeah they're, they're really the electrical unclear. electrical impulses in my brain. Well, not my brain, but... Back of the... Back of the Halloween dance, we get a brilliant shot of somebody dressed as Humpty Dumpty in the most impractical outfit Also sitting ever. precariously on the balcony edge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, Which is just It's such a weird shot. It's just waving yeah. at nothing. It's like, is he probably waving like, I've been here for four hours. I can't move. This is a bad costume idea. I'm sorry. I'm really thirsty. <clears throat> Yeah, the hum- I mean, it looks great, Humpty Dumpty, but like, what? There's got quite a cool Prince costume wandering around in the background in that shot as well. Uh, Is it? Yeah, it's like, you see that big, long purple coat, white scarf, and massive hair. It's fucking yeah. Maybe it was Prince. Maybe it was. Could I know, be. I could His see purple him through badness the- himself. I could see him through the crowd and everyone else stands at least four for six. So. I'll just leave you guys to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the director's cameo. He is the girl, the teacher on stage oh. in the Groucho Marx mask thing. You can't really see his face, obviously. But yeah, that is um, uh, Martin Smith, whatever his name Charles is. Martin Charles Martin Smith. And he introduces the band that are going to play. This is the band they've hired to replace Sammy Kerr, oh, yeah. I guess. They the the uh, Kickers. Kickers. The Kickers come on stage and they're having some technical issues straight away. And Sammy jumps out of a speaker and kills, kills the, the singer. Lisa. Yes. And then, so now Sammy's on stage and people are like, woo! Right, kills the lead singer, but the rest of the band are like, oh, we work for him now. Yeah, and <laughs> also, luckily, we all know the song he's about to play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, oh, that was a bit of luck. Yeah. Look, we thought he'd play some one of his own stuff. But no. <laughs> we so, know this one. Yeah, we all know this one. We know we were actually a Sammy tribute band. <laughs> so... Now the band's all going to play with Sammy and he's going to start singing. You guys friending me. <laughs> no, it's actually a Trick or Treat by Fastway. That's a good song. It is a good song. It's Bad la- uh, lip syncing. Yeah, oh, terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, Sammy <laughs> Kerr is awful. <laughs> like, cannot, but Trick or Treat but it is a fucking banger of a song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sammy's too busy leaping off things to really bother with trying to look like he's actually singing. Yeah. Also, like when he starts, he does like, like slamming his fist against yeah. his leg. Which is enough to make, like, I mean, you can hear my keys in my pocket, but yeah. like, in this, like, fucking, it wouldn't make that much noise. It's like he's a drum. <clears throat> well, yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he's dead. He is back <laughs> in the deadness suit. And as we said, the, the rules are unclear. He can yeah. do what he wants. Yeah. So as he's playing the song, or once he's played most of the song, he then starts Mars attacking people with his guitar, which acts as a ray gun. Yeah, it's... <laughs> and finally people start dying. <laughs> well, we get a good body count jump on this bit. We go from, like, is I think it it's zero... Count? Well, they I mean, just, there's no body left, is they're it? They just, like, like poff. Like, yeah, like, they just <laughs> kind of get zapped, and then there's, like, a flash of light, and then they're just gone. Yeah. Mm. There's no corpse. There's no blood. Well, there's, there's no, no there's, and there's possibly a bit of an empty costume here yeah. and there, so you Occasionally, can... Occasionally, there's a pair of shoes with some smoke coming out of them. Oh, it's... I couldn't tell if it was meant to be funny or not. Like, was that meant well, to be tongue-in-cheek? It is funny. Or was it yeah. just they had no budget? It all goes a bit carry. Yeah. But... but terrible. Like but not very good. hilarious. And then Sammy does a guitar solo until he blows up. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's that intense. Also, Yay! out of all the band, he only kills the drummer. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, an old school go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what do you call what you call somebody in a band that's not a musician? Drummer. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know if the uh, stage is level? Your drummer's dribbling out of both sides of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you call... Oh, what's the difference between a kaleidoscope and a drummer? 
And one's a, uh, one makes random patterns that can only impress a five-year-old, and the other one's a child's toy. <laughs> what do you call a roadie of an instrument? A drama. <laughs> <laughs> According to Guitar Hero, I don't forget that a beer fridge is still more important than a bassist. <laughs> uh, meanwhile... Tim has arrived at the dance and he's confronted Leslie in the ladies' room. Who is in the girls' toilet in school yep. in her bra. She's getting out <laughs> of her... For no reason. Well, she said her, earlier her costume was peeling off. All right, so she's just taken it off now. Yeah, given up on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Tim forces himself on her and she slaps him. No, yeah, this is she very, pushes him, this... he slaps her down and then goes, are you okay? This whole scene, don't go near him, I don't want him to hurt you. It's almost like, I want to hurt you instead. Okay. Now, remember we talked about Issue the Killer a little while ago? <clears throat> it was really very reminiscent of a conversation in that, where you think, oh, he's trying to be at least noble while he's mad and like, help me go. No, no, he's there to fucking, well, that her. Also, Ragman has showed up mm. to the dance at this point, and he's instructed Roger, Roger to go do some electrical work he's definitely not qualified to do. Yeah. You have to find the breaker switch, yeah, Roger, yeah. and you have to do this. Roger's like, oh, okay. He's like, you walk up and you're like, what the fuck is he on about? I don't and know also, this. Why, why, why is that going to work? I'm 16 years old. I don't yeah. know where the... Bre- <laughs> Who in school knew where the breaker switch was? Yeah, no, no, for the no, entire no. fucking building, there isn't one. By the way, it usually if there was, like, it would be somewhere other than just in a random hallway somewhere where anyone could get to it. Yeah, yeah and but, which uh, switch? Yeah, like, also it, it turns out like I'm just reading my notes here, and it, it seems like I've like at this point I've, I've not paid any attention to the film because I've written Tim turns out to be a bell end. <laughs> But I've just figured it out. You've just figured it out. <laughs> well, Tim's a bit of a twat. Tim whips out his bell end. Or... <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was happening there. I was like, oh, what's the film? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Tim has turned out to be a bell end, yeah, but we do that. Leslie, yes, uh, but then uh, Sammy shows up and Ragman, they're all there, and Sammy electrocutes Tim. Yes. And he just kind of goes, pop, and again, nobody. No. It's awful. Literally, he yeah. just looked, I um, a bully is vaporised into special effects. Yeah. Because it just yeah. looks like glittery sparkles in the air with a bit of smoke yeah it's quite a nice death Mm. (laughs) I mean I want to see that when fucking Guns N' Roses are walking out on stage not when someone's exploding and then Sabby goes after Ragman even though he's his best friend or whatever yeah yeah but then luckily Roger shows up to sacrifice himself well they find the fuse board which is padlocked yeah Yeah. I mean that seems unlikely like what if there's a fucking power cut or something or there's like they need to get in there and they just fucking padlock it but Sam, Roger turns up with a crowbar. Yep. And, uh, also, there's a bit... When he turns <clears> up with a crowbar, sorry, Sammy is focused now on Ragman and Leslie. Mm. Uh, and Roger comes up behind him. Doesn't make a sound. Sammy would never have known he was there. Sammy could have literally crowbarred that open. Mm. But Ragman's like, Roger! <laughs> <laughs> Sammy's like, huh? And zaps it. <laughs> you fucking tit. <laughs> Roger, yeah, he sacrifices himself and he does the thing with the fucking whoops, with the uh, the electrical switch yeah, yeah. which shuts down the school and Sammy's gone, but Roger is dead. But he's not. He's not dead. Thank God. I was very tense for the thirty seconds it takes for us <clears> to find out. But he's like, he's dead. He's like, oh, I'm actually, not. no, I'm not. He's <laughs> yeah. like, oh damn it, my plan didn't work. Mm-hmm. I gave you away moments earlier to the murderer. And then we get a brilliant shot of the aftermath. Where the police, oh sorry, the paramedic, the police have showed up, and the paramedics are wheeling somebody out of the gymnasium in a giant bear suit. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't taken him out of it. He's there, he's there on the stretcher, 
Oh, like the paramedics are wheeling out. This guy's like, what? Surely the first thing would be like, right, we need to get this off of you so we can examine <laughs> the, 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 injuries. Yeah, the injuries that have happened here. Like, oh, just put him on as he is in the be- in this stupid bear suit. <laughs> just like three days later, he's unconscious in hospital, <laughs> still in the fucking bear suit. <laughs> have we got a name for this guy? I don't know. We've just been calling him Bear Man. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, so, and the police, and they all showed up, and yada, yada, yada. Ragman has run off. They, I think there's a point where they just, they all blame Ragman. Yeah, they so we want to talk Quite to you. Quite fucking rightly, to yeah. be honest. It is well, yeah, his fault. Yeah, entirely, yeah. And there's this bit where they're running off, and yeah. Was it Leslie starts running after him? He goes, "What are you doing?" She goes, "Coming with you." He goes, "Why?" And yeah. we're like, "Yeah, why?" <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I, I get it's in the script that sympathy girl Leslie has a thing for Ragman, but yeah, why? No why? It's yeah, it's not really clear why she. Likes he him. goes, "Why?" And she goes, "I don't know." <laughs> He's like, "Neither do we." Yeah, Leslie. she's like, "What's happening? <laughs> Tell me the truth." And you're like. Oh, no, I have to sit for the whole fucking back. Oh, yeah. So he just kind of explains what's... Well, to be fair, you think he's going to, you know, just tell everything you've just seen, but he does it really quickly. He's like, Sammy died, I got a record, I played it, it's possessed, and he came out of it, let's go. She's like, okay. <laughs> like having to explain the plot to your girlfriend in the middle of the film. What don't you get? <laughs> <laughs> he just re- he's just remembered at this point that DJ Nuke, Gene Simmons... Yeah has a tape and he said he was going to play it at midnight so they phone him at 11.59 yes right <laughs> literally like it is and midnight su- surprise surprise they're too fucking late yeah. and it just starts playing and then and then we've got to get there and he says we've got to get there because they're going to play the record at midnight it's like it's already midnight because but I need my mum's car which they have to go and get it's like mate you're never going to make it by the time you get there it's going to be near one o'clock it's all going to be over <laughs> So they're making their way to the fucking radio station. But because Sammy's music's playing everywhere now, Sammy's everywhere. And he like he jumps out of a fucking window at some point. <laughs> yeah, like around it's like stuff. someone's house. Yeah. And he jumps out of the kitchen window like, like what the fuck? <laughs> it is amazing. And then the police show up and they try to shoot ta- uh, Sammy with a taser. But Sammy just vaporises the cop, the one yeah. cop on his own. And his boot, it's like a right, uh, what's it, drop dead friend. His yeah. boots are just left there in the street and it's he's completely vaporised. Yeah. But yeah, he shoots like Sammy in the nipple with the taser and Sammy's like... The line just before that's like, freeze! And Sammy does not move and the guy shoots him. And it's just like, wow! Well. Typical American policing. They end up, uh, I think this is back in Ragman's house. Can't really tell, again, editing issues. And Ragman is just destroying radios left, right and centre. And Sammy comes after them and he corners them in the bathroom. Some stuff blows up, but then Sammy falls into a toilet and his, <laughs> his arm lands in the toilet and it turns out water, water is, is his weakness because he's all electric and shit. So he's getting electrocuted by toilet water. And just as he's starting to pull his arm out, the girl leans forward and flushes it again. Like, <laughs> yeah, pulls him back in. They're like, stood there like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, ah, ah. No, just not the toilet. She really casually leans forward and just presses the flush again. <laughs> it's amazing. And then you can hear someone in the shower going, oh. Yeah. <laughs> one of the parents. It's like, stop wasting water. <laughs> But yeah, that flush is long as fuck because they get out of the house while yeah. he's doing the and she keeps looking at the, looking at the window and he's still flashing and yeah. Well, see, this is where Ragman does something really fucking weird. He grabs a radio. Yeah. 
like from the thing, and, and then he... chucks it in the car, yeah. essentially giving Sammy a car again. Mm. Yeah, which is his, is his mum's car, okay. and Sammy yeah. drives off in the mum's car. Why does he put the radio in the car? I think it maybe it's just to, I don't know. It's to give Sammy the car. There's yeah. no other reason for it. It's like, like, then now popped. he can drive off into the sunset. Oh yeah, there you go. Sammy, there's a car. Just just leave. Which he pretty like, much does. The car's yeah. never seen again. Yeah, it's just, just gone. Off. So they steal the cop car to drive to the radio station. And they get there and Gene Simmons is melted. Yeah, he's wisely chosen not to be in the rest of this film. Yeah. <laughs> and has been replaced by a smoking pair of jeans, hat and a shirt. Was it a hat? It looked like yeah, a it's wig. A hat, just... I thought it was a joke as a wig. That's the security guard who sits outside. You never no, actually no, see Gene yeah, Simmons. Yeah, no, it does go in and there's the Gene Simmons, the hat he was wearing. Yeah, and his, his shirt, shirt and, and thing, yeah. jeans. I just must have been writing down chair. some very critical notes at this point. I yeah, and in the radio station, Sammy is now just kind of electric in a room by himself yeah, in like a, a sealed off fit. yeah a sealed off room somehow and he's just electricity buzzing around the tape that's playing protecting his tape yeah. so that it can play uh, okay yada 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 we'll get on with it Ragman basically gets a mini radio he puts it in the back of a cop car he then drives the cop car away whilst taunting Sammy mm. to like come on you're a fucking pussy you're a fucking poser and eventually Sammy does appear out of the mini radio but ah oh, fuck he's trapped in the back of the cop car yeah, yeah. that makes no sense either no. so he can no, literally jump fairly... everywhere yeah but he's stuck in that car yeah, oh, but that's the, yeah but, and he's yeah. after Ragman but then Ragman jumps out of the car and the car goes into the fucking river off the bridge the end the end <laughs> And now, uh, sort of, because obviously Ragman pops up out of the water, having not been electrocuted by the massive yeah, surge of drown, power that's just gone through all of that. No, but uh, a Ragman is now a DJ. Mm. He steals Nuke's job. Yeah. Well, it's not really there to steal. <laughs> I think it's quite available. There was yeah. an opening. As yeah, DJ Nuke <laughs> is very much dead. He's one of the few dead bodies we see. Yeah. <laughs> and that is the end of 1986's Trick or Treat. Surprisingly, it did not spawn a franchise. No. What? Yeah, okay. Thoughts on this then? Um, the first half I fucking hated, and the moment Sammy appeared, it just switched gear for me completely, and I've really, not really enjoyed it, but I was having a lot more fun with, like, not threatening to turn it off every five mm. minutes. Um, the guy who played Sammy, I thought, was, <clears throat> like, his physical performance in it, some of the movements and stuff he's doing is fucking brilliant. So I actually looked him up and the guy is actually a classically trained dancer, ballet dancer, yeah. martial artist, everything. He's just, he's like Doug Jones. He can just do anything with his body. Yeah, Blackie um, Lawless did, uh, went for the role from, uh, mm. Blackie Lawless from Wasp. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't given to him. Cause I, I assume Blackie Lawless can't act because he's never been in anything. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't it's... know if Sammy can. He was too busy getting zapped. Um, it is it's pretty poor but it does have yeah. a bit of charm about it there's definitely some yeah. moments like I said it was because um, growing up uh, my friend Dan got me into Kiss um, mm. and Gene Simmons was in it so it was like we should watch this because Gene Simmons is in it yeah. we watched it a few times when we were kids and I remember it being I remember it being far worse than what it actually is but that's just yeah it's, it's, it is not great it. but it's, there's something about it it's just it's kind yeah. of charming um, there's no blood or gore whatsoever. Nothing no. at all. It doesn't actually feel very Halloween-y no. at all, really. No. Uh, but Gene Simmons is good. Gene he Simmons is, is good. His monologue at the beginning, when yeah. it's just a close-up of him talking to the mic. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's fucking... You didn't even need to see the rest yeah. of his face. Yeah, it's like... like yeah, I say, that was the moment I was dreading. Like, oh my God, Gene Simmons acting. It's like, actually, 
Pretty good scene. Probably one of the best in the fucking film. These days, he should probably go back and listen to the words that he said (laughs) in this film himself Mm. about fucking believing your own hype. Uh, I remember this film being marketed um, by like a lot of the DVD covers. It'd be like Trick or Treat starring Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Like, it's not. It's not, no. They have like three scenes between the there two. There is an end of credits bit with Ozzy Osbourne where it goes back to Ozzy Osbourne. It's another yeah. clip of him talking. And he's going, people who listen to this music are just perverts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but on the DVD cover, it had like Gene Simmons and um, uh, Ozzy Osbourne. But Ozzy Osbourne like in his kind of, you know, long hair, Prince of Dark. Not in the yeah. film. In the film, he's all like, it's his short hair, short like, hair, like groomed yeah. and in a suit. And he stuff. looks like a really confused Jack D in it, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> but they, yeah, they probably like marketed like Trick or Treat as a horror film starring Ozzy Osbourne, like that it was, and he's that he was going to appear in it mm. like as a prince, the Prince of Darkness kind of thing. But it's not that at all, and he's no. barely fucking in it. Again, I even say this film's only a horror by a technicality, to be honest. Yeah, it's not even slightly like, scary. A bit of a farce, yeah, yeah. like. I have to assume some bits were tongue in cheek. Like, there's even a bit where um, was it? Oh, uh, his mate Roger goes to play the taper initially at the um dance, mm. and you hear someone going Judas, and he's like, what, 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 me, me? He's like, are you gonna play Judas Priest? Oh yeah, yeah. And that really that tickled me. Like, <laughs> can we just get a Roger spin-off movie? Like, I haven't mentioned spin-offs <laughs> in a while. Like, Roger two. Oh, Rogered. <laughs> Roger three, the Rogering. Yeah, not great, but. A bit of fun. It's fairly harmless. Yeah, it's certainly not the worst film I've ever seen. No, if I no. came on late on the night no, out and like the end of it was on TV, I'd probably sit and watch it. Yeah, definitely worth watching one. Right, let's have a little bit of trivia for you. Yes, uh, as you mentioned, uh, Wasp frontman Blackie Lawless, which is a problematic name. <laughs> he was going to play Sammy Carr. The reason he didn't take the role. It's because he wanted Wasp to do all the music. Mm. They were like, no, we've already got Fastway doing the music and he did not want to be lip-syncing to somebody else's music, which is fair enough. So he was out. Uh, Gene Simmons was also offered the role of Sammy Carr. He turned it down because he didn't think the script was that good. So he oh, just took the uh, the DJ role cause just so he yeah, could he kind of do a, wolf, a tribute to Wolfman Jack. Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he didn't believe his own hype for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Glenn Morgan, who played Roger, never acted again. But he went on to be a writer and producer for The X-Files, two Final Destinations films, and he directed Black Christmas in 2006. Uh, that's all the interesting trivia I could find on that. Excellent. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> uh, it does have an opening and an ending sequence, which I was obviously glad to see, particularly the mm. ending. Um, but yeah. Right. Uh, some of your thoughts and comments. We got two of them on this. Yeah? Two. I didn't think. I don't think this is a film loads of people have seen. No, no. Uh, this one from the Spook House podcast. Oh, hey guys, it's been a while. That movie rules. <laughs> this did a disservice by marketing it as a horror movie with Simmons and Ozzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's totally true. It really did kind of pump it up like it was something it was not. And there was one on Facebook on Mr. Smith's Facebook, which was from Simon Pay. All right, yeah, Simon. Ultimate cheese. I loved the bit in the film where the sound engineer hangs his mic in the camera line. Yeah, there's a bit where you can see the boom. I can't remember. Ah, the Fastway soundtrack was good. The Fastway soundtrack it is good. good. Yes. yes, it is. If a business strange conversation for men who are crazy. A 
Okay, so that was Halloween. No, wasn't it? it was Trick or Treat. <laughs> <laughs> that was Trick or Treat for 986. And as it is nearly Halloween, we thought we'd just go through some films we'd recommend to watch or not recommend to watch over the festive period. Uh, you want to go first over there? Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll say, if we could all agree, if it's Halloween, you've got to watch Hocus Pocus, right? Yeah. Yes. Goes without saying. Yeah, it's a classic. For all the family, mm-hmm. can't go too wrong. Great fun, you get a bit of Doug Jones, get some good musical numbers. Bette Midler. Talking Cat. Talking Cat. What's not to like, really? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's one of like the ultimate, I think, Halloween films. Yeah, love it. Sanderson Systems rock. <laughs> yeah, um, and it is one that the whole family can enjoy. Yeah. Yes. And do you want to... Do you want to go for all yours? Yeah, sure. Um, the other one, it's not, I don't technically watch it on Halloween, but I haven't done it for a couple of years, but we used to make a point of watching The Crow the night before. Devil's Night. Do it on Devil's Night, got to watch The Crow. Yeah. And um, my other one to watch on Halloween is Sleepy Hollow. Ah. It's a nice little fun, gothic-y... Yeah, yeah not fun set at place, like. Halloween, but yeah, very vibey. I yeah, vibe yeah, with that. Was... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Halloween, uh, sorry. Um, yeah, Sleepy Hollow, like imagery. It is a good film. Mm. But yeah, it looks fantastic as well. I definitely recommend Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that movie. Great fun. Yes. Well, that was the only three I wrote down for that. Um, yeah. I mean, I do have some other movies. That, uh, these are basically uh, when we did um, when we were still the horror tap. We mm. uh, you know, like candle. Mm-hmm. We used to um, obviously. I think I did. I went on Amazon one year and I just tried to find the ten most ridiculous horror films I could find on there. To oh, like, they add every year around Halloween. Yeah, but yeah. Um, mate, the selection was shit this year. So the ones that I found on there, which I would say that are good to watch around Halloween, uh, the first one just popped up. It was just called Armageddon. I've seen it. Um, have you? It's yeah. as good as I need it to be. It is shockingly bad. <laughs> um, there's, I mean, it's got a budget of like sixteen dollars. <laughs> right. Um, it is super low budget. Like, it, it looks like it was filmed on, I don't know, an iPhone 4. Um, there's a guy, one of the characters in the film, his, it's all set over one night. And uh, his T-shirt changes at one point. Mm. You're like, that guy's got a different fucking shirt on. Like, okay, maybe the character went and changed shirt, whatever. Mm. And then about, I don't know, 20 minutes later... He's got a different shirt on. You're like, what the fuck? And it progressively gets worse. And by the end of the film, they're clearly taking the piss. And in mm. every next cut, he's got a different t-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking amazing. It's quite funny. Um, but yeah, and there's like, uh, there's like a spaceship that uh, I think that the the llama alien thing came down in, and it's literally like a fucking car with cardboard wings. It's so, <laughs> it is so laughably cheap. Wow, well, that's I'm not saying it's bad. It's just laughably cheap. That's definitely a. Beard it sounds like something I would have watched. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we haven't done a movie night in a while. Stick it's one of those things. Like alarm again. That sounds hilarious. You start watching. You're like, oh my god, this is cheap this is like I think this looks like it was made by somebody I know <laughs> uh, next one I found was one called Bingo Hell which is where um, oh I've seen the, I've old seen age, the kids popping up on my Amazon yeah old age pensioner tries to go and save a local bingo hall from demonically possessed bingo callers I nearly watched it the other night I mean <laughs> I can't think of anything better <laughs> 
That was great. Uh, then I had um, trouble finding anything more, so I just Googled bad horror, and when pretty much every single variation of The Walking Dead just appeared in front of me on the search <laughs> list, I was pissing myself laughing. Uh, the next one that pop up was Wishmaster, which I know we talked about. Oh, I love those. Wishmaster, Wishmaster. Wishmaster is fantastic. The first, I've never seen... No, have I? I think I have seen two and three. Um, yeah, I've seen I can't it. remember two, that three, well, but um, the first one... Brilliant. Classic. Love, Absolutely love classic. Wishmaster. Yeah, had great fun when we watched that. Um, then the next one I had, um, it was something called The Torture Chamber, which has a longer title in something else. It's some weird 1967 uh, so that, yeah, torture porn. Yeah, it's on my watch list. Mm, yeah, um, uh, that, that just popped up. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's watch something actually horrifying. And then if you're going to have fun with spooky stuff as well, it's Ghostbusters for me every time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, those are my... my Halloween watch movies. Mr. Smith? Um, Which Marvel movie have you chosen? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, I couldn't... I had a complete brain fart and I couldn't think of anything that had any connection to Halloween whatsoever. If only there was a film series. Or... Mm, but, uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I mean, the films that I chose, I think I mentioned when we did our top ten and stuff anyway, there's a mm. film called Relic, which is really good mm. um, not, the not the Tom Sizemore no, not the Relic not the Tom just called Relic one. Um, it's like a family <clears throat> and yeah. um, Emily Mortimer yes yeah, yeah. she's uh, amazing in it yeah it's, it's a really good kind of kind of like a haunted house film but it's also very much about uh, Alzheimer's and how it affects the family and stuff mm. it's really really good, right, um, good. Psycho Gorman hell yes, yes. Yes, I do like Hunky Boys. Yeah, We've never actually that. talked about Psycho Gorman on the show. Well, it's been long enough. We should, it. oh, it's been long enough. We should do yeah. an episode on that. We all watched it together one night and my God. fucking loved it. Yeah. My God, is all yeah. I can say. Did we do that? Was it that and Willie's Wonderland in the same night, or did we do? Them? No, it was. I think no. We watched Psycho Gorman, but then the um, the insurrection happened in America, so we paused everything and watched yeah, that. Yeah, first. Oh yeah, that was it. And yeah. watched the news whilst America burned to the ground. No. <laughs> <laughs> So now some real horror. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one I saw not that recently, but uh, Saint Maud. That's a good uh, film. <coughs> Saint Maud's really good. Not very. No, it's not uh, Halloweeny, but it is a good no, film. It is a good film. It's a slow, creepy, yeah, slow, slow but burn. good. Yeah. slow but good. That's how. Yeah, that's great. Um, Saint Maud. Yeah, that's it. I mean, the, the horror films that I have dug out recently have all been fucking terrible. Mm. Uh, I watched a film on Netflix called No One Gets Out Alive. That's bollocks. Mm. Did anyone get out alive? Uh, Yes. Well, then it's fucking lies as well. It's a a lie. It's it's just a horrendously shit film. And it ends like the the big CGI creature at the end is laughably fucking stupid. Uh, It's got like little hands that come out of its mouth area and stuff. It's just dumb. Does it have the rock's face on it? (laughs) Uh, No, it didn't. Sadly. Um, Yeah, the only other things I could think of. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Hells yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is that still on Netflix? That's I still on Netflix. So, yeah. That's been on Netflix since like day one. Yeah. I think they just <laughs> own, they just own that film Soul now, don't they? Oh, it? it's amazing. But yeah, that's that's all. That. I mean, I watched the the new Candyman recently. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that at the cinema. Um, Something nothing really. Yeah. It's, like uh, it's not. But it's not a bad film. It's not. It feels more like it's trying to be a statement than it is a film. Like, it doesn't really have anything to do with Candyman as such. Mm, no. Even though it references the first movie like, loads. I actually called that at the moment I saw Jordan's, Jordan Peele's name on it. Like, it I love Jordan Peele. I love Get Out. I don't know how much and, he actually um, had to do with any, or any of the influence of well, that. But I saw that and I was like, 
I don't know where this is going. Well, like, hopefully, I was hoping they'd make a good movie out of it. Well, well. I've got, I've got it's, not, it's not a bad it's film. Just, it's yeah. just mm. a bit. It feels a bit. I don't know, a bit pointless. It's like, oh. yeah, it doesn't feel like it has very much to do with the, any of the mythology of Candyman. No, yeah. And it's just like it's something or nothing. Yeah. Do yeah. we get a bit of Tony Todd? Yes. Oh, I'll give it a watch. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's all I came up with, really. I just put down any Halloween film apart from the Rob Zombie ones. Yes. Uh, I agree with that. Yep. Some of them are fucking shit, mm. but they all are pretty Halloween y. The opening title sequence to Halloween 4 is like the most Halloween y fucking autumnal thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and then the film starts, it's all shit. But <laughs> that, that opening like couple of minutes. The is, return of Michael Myers. Yeah, the opening couple of minutes <coughs> is, is fucking brilliant. Um, Trick or Treat, the yeah. uh, Michael Dockey one from 07, mm. is. Probably my favourite Halloween film. With, uh, yeah. I went to watch that the other night and I watched something else on instead. Brian Cox is hilarious, isn't it? Uh, Hocus Pocus, you mentioned. Uh, any Universal Monster movie. Hell yeah. From, yeah. The, uh, from the black and white days. Not the Tom Cruise mummy one, don't. Oh, Monster Squad. Monster hey. Squad, yeah. yeah. Monster Squad's yeah. a great film. I mean, <clears> keep meaning and, uh, to watch it. Suck I watched The Lost Boys again the other night just for a bit of 80s class. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another one I saw recently which got a bit mixed reviews but what film doesn't get mixed reviews these days? Uh, scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I didn't hate that. No, I, I quite, quite liked, liked it. it. Yeah. 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 I've literally heard it <coughs> love or hate and I've heard an equal number of both on that. Yeah, it's, um, uh, some of it's produced by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. 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 And again, um, like, so you had a lot to do with the creatures in it again. And stuff, yeah, it's, it's a very instantly all, um, practical uh, effects. Yeah, and no, it's really I quite good. enjoyed it. It's not amazing, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It feels a bit goosebumpsy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But they're based on like kind of not kids' books, but like I guess tween. Yeah, it's like that whole like era of people. Yeah. Another one. I haven't actually seen this yet. I keep seeing images for it and people talking about it. Over the Garden Wall. Oh, animation. Um, okay. Elijah Wood's in it. It's... If I showed you an image of it, you'd, you've seen it in memes. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I need to see it. Uh, apparently, yeah, pretty good stuff. Oh, so yeah. I will be checking out Over the Garden Wall at some point. Um, also... Uh, Batman Long Halloween Parts 1 and 2. Still haven't got around to those, actually. Yeah. Uh, now. I did watch the not. It's not all set at Halloween, but it's... Mm. I prefer the first half to the second half. Yeah, I watched the second half recently. Bit slow. Yeah. Bit, a little bit slower than the, the first half, but overall, not bad. Yes, it is. it does change the ending and stuff from the graphic novel. Get over it. And, uh, yeah. uh, but it's, it's not... I just think it makes less sense. Mm. It does make less yeah, sense. It makes um, a lot less But also, sense. I haven't read the book in so long. I was like, yeah. hang on, wh- what happened? I can't fucking remember. Mm. But, um, yeah, fine. as far as like Batman animated films go, best one in yeah. a while. Um, and finally, not a horror film, but a film called, I haven't seen it, gonna watch it, called October Sky. Oh, I mean, spell. what's more fucking autumn than a film called October Sky? Pumpkin. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> it stars a young Jake Gyllenhaal and Laura Linney. Mm-hmm. It's based on a, two, a true story. It's very, it sounds very Billy Elliot. Right. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite based an old on film, the, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's like about 2000, like 20 years yeah. old. So, yeah, it's a true story um, about a kid growing up in, like, middle of fucking nowhere, USA, 
and he wants he's really into rockets and wants to build rockets and mm. wants to be like a, a fucking engineer and all this stuff but his dad's like no no you've got to follow in your father's footsteps you'll come down into the darkness with me and shovel shite out of the ground that's your living son you're going to be a miner he's like no daddy I want to build rockets my teacher Laura Liddy said I'll be good at it and he he does that Dad was like, Laura Linney has no business being a teacher. She's an actress. <laughs> but yeah, it's based on a, a, a real guy whose name I completely forget. It's Homer, who did, spoilers, uh, actually go on to work for NASA. Yes. Oh. So there you go. That sucks. So, uh, yeah, my hopefully October Sky. I'll be checking that out along with Over the Garden Wall. Anyway, let's talk about Halloween Kills. Yes. So obviously I'll be relatively quiet for this part. <laughs> yeah, this will be spoiler free. Yeah, might you see another fag or you You guys crack on. Um, it has been quite divisive. Yeah, me and Mrs. Smith went to see uh, a bunch of others uh, Halloween kills last week. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not really sure what uh, everyone's problem is with it. I mean, it's it doesn't bring anything new to the franchise, but it doesn't try to. No, at all. Um, I mean, Halloween Kills lives up to the title. Yeah. All um, the killing. Oh, yeah. This, this, uh, Michael Myers' kill count goes way up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, actually, it's one of the points of contention I've heard people. people saying with it is that the kills are, you know, there's loads of but they're just savage and nasty and not stylish enough. And I thought, isn't that the fucking That's the point? point. Like, no, I, yeah. hang on, no, I don't I'm, know. Because it. <laughs> All the suspense. Mm. So imagine like the, the John Carpenter one. All the suspense in that film. All that's out the fucking window of this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no suspense. There's no tension. It's just brutal. Maybe a bit too Rob Zombie-ish on the fucking <laughs> brutality of the kills, and it is just kill, 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 kill. Mm. A lot of killing, but a bunch of us went to see this, watching this in the cinema, a full cinema. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, bear. absolutely. Yeah, not a horror movie. The cinema. And yeah, it, it was it, a lot of fun. It's very much a middle film. Like, cause obviously, the, this is a trilogy. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's Halloween <coughs> ends is coming. Next, it's very it? much a middle film. And basically, the entire plot of the film is it, it, it begins immediately after Halloween uh, two thousand eighteen ends. Fit, ends. Yeah. So like, mm. it's literally like uh, Laurie and her family. It's still that night. Right? Yeah, it's still yeah. the same night. So is it literally you're supposed to watch Halloween then? Halloween, yeah, 1978, then, Halloween then 2018, then Halloween Kills, and, and then Halloween ends, yeah. uh, which won't come out until next year. But, um, yeah, Ooh. so they're literally in the car going to the hospital because Laurie's been stabbed or whatever, uh, and the house is on fire, uh, and then it starts from there. Michael Myers obviously doesn't perish in the house fire. But, um, and then it's just basically Michael going from there to his house and how many people he kills in that journey. Yeah. And that is literally it. Yeah, like, and then interspersed with uh, some bits where Laurie's in the hospital and her family's with her and there's a bit of social commentary which is a bit ham-fisted um, well this is one of the criticisms I've heard and seen about this film this isn't a spoiler by the way because it's in the trailer no. there is a subplot throughout it that the town of Haddonfield has had a fuck enough and they go into this kind of mob rule vigilante mode and people have commented a lot like this is so, like, these characters are so dumb. Like, <coughs> um, there's no guys. way, <coughs> there's no way, like, people would actually be this stupid. There's no way a group of fucking Americans would take up arms and all follow <laughs> one aging blonde person, in this case, played Ooh. by Anthony Michael Moore. What's his name? Michael Hall. Michael, Michael Hall, Hall, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and start storming around and causing death unnecessarily, because... <laughs> 
the the powers and the people. Yeah, that would never happen. That's so stupid. That would never happen ever. Yeah. Oh wait, it fucking did. Yeah. <laughs> it is ridiculous. But yeah, it is a bit like you said, ham fisted. But like, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, it's not a million miles away from reality. No, um, and it would totally fucking happen. It probably. There's probably towns in America that you've never heard of in, like, one of those states bang in the middle where, like, somebody got something wrong and a, a mob hunted down a local paediatrician and murdered him because oh, well, they uh, got confused with the word paedophile. Lynching was a thing. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean <laughs> mob up. justice has been a thing. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, yeah, it's, it's not, yeah. It, it, it's, people are like, oh, my God, that's so stupid. That would never happen. Like, I think it did. may have angered a lot of people who saw themselves on the screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not that stupid. <laughs> I'm in this movie and I don't like it. Also, I mean, moving away, like, I don't know if this was the aim of the movie, but I am Team Michael now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, they don't start doing an origin thing, do they? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Oh, they right. do... And this is what I mean. It doesn't, like, it literally, it doesn't do it. I, I hate it when they, you go to reboot horror movies and they give them a backstory. Mm. I am an abusing childhood. Rob Zombie. Sorry for him. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is the reason why he kills. I don't want that. No. I just, like, I love the fact that Michael Myers is just inexplicably yeah. yeah just kills people and there's no rhyme or reason for how he keeps getting up or how, like how he keeps coming back like it's mm. just he just fucking does yeah so yeah I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it okay. and well, also they um, uh, not to go into it too much but there is a uh, kind of like what they did with what's that Doctor Sleep yeah it's not it's flashbacks but it's sort of recreations oh yeah mm. Of bits, I guess that was supposed to take place after the, like immediately after the oh, events. So, so of like the when first they do the film. hotel scene in Doctor Sleep, but it's you and McGregor talking to the barman who's meant to be there, but the set's exactly the same. No, this no, is, no, no, there's no, a whole sequence which is supposed to take place right, more like where, where the 1978 film ends. Right, it's like this is because you you know the bit like she sees Michael Myers. Uh, well, Doctor Loomis looks out and Michael Myers is laying on the ground, yeah. and then they look out again and he's, he's gone. Not there, yeah. All right, then th- th- there's a bit that happened after that apparently yeah so yeah they've they've kind of created that and it does look quite good Mm. um what they've done with donald pleasance okay the voice they've obviously got someone in to do donald pleasance voice it's not donald pleasance no um you're just like it's not like they've used old audio footage or it's 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 just not it's someone doing a voice also you you know that's entirely practical like, I thought they'd done a, like a CGI thing on the guy's face. Mm. It's all makeup. Yeah, yeah, that's it's impressive. all makeup. Yeah, yeah. that's really impressive. And it is, but you, it's a weird thing to say. It looks good, mm. but if you know that Donald Pleasance is dead, like ninety-nine yeah. percent of the population do, yeah. you're gonna be like, "Well, that's not him." <laughs> so you kind of your brain can't quite accept it. As good as it looks, it yeah. can't quite accept it because you know Donald Pleasance is dead. Oh, it's yeah. like with Grand Bar- uh, David Niven in fucking Rogue One. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know yeah, he's yeah. dead. As good as it looks, you know it's not real. Yeah. And that will always be the issue with this kind of, you know, uh, de-aging technology yeah. and bringing dead people David back. David Niven in Rogue One. Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing, sorry. Yeah. Peter Cushing. Um, yeah, that will always be the issue with it. As good as it looks, your brain knows that person is a corpse. Mm. In, a gra- in the ground yeah. somewhere so you can't 
Yeah, you'll never you, you quite... know it's not him. But yeah. yeah, it's as good as it's going to get. Really. Yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll never be able to. Your brain will never accept it as it is. There is go, going back to the, the the practical effects thing. There, there's a few times they they choose practical over CGI, mm. which I really like. like yeah, I mean it's obvious, mm. but I much prefer that. Yeah, like, I've always been an advocate for yeah. practical. I don't, CGI. I don't mind CGI when it's done well, but like a lot of the time it isn't. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's a like uh, there, there's a couple of mixes with obviously practical and CGI that looks right. But yeah, there's I, yeah, I've got no problem with this film. I like that it exists. Yeah, yeah same. Um, definitely. I mean, like I said, it is it's a bit different. As it's a lot more violent. The suspense of the first one has gone out the fucking window. But you can't do the same thing over and over yeah. again. No, but with the the brutality and the kills and all that it's I can't really explain why I can accept that but I can't accept Rob Zombie <laughs> <laughs> um, other than it's just classier yeah it's yeah. just classier at the end of the day trailer trash yeah basically and no Sherry Moon I'm it's just probably something done Zombie better stuff, <laughs> in Rob Zombie stuff there's something that is just very not clinical but it's there's no real like feeling to it no. it just feels like it's just nasty like, and just yeah. Brutal, like, yeah, a sequence not, not, of events rather than a, yeah like, it doesn't really feel like there's any sort yeah. of emotion put whereas like I said this feels like it, it's not it, it is it's part of a bigger story yeah yeah. Um, yeah interest to see what Halloween ends brings apparently they are going to incorporate the Covid pandemic into yeah we were talking about that the other night so my theory is that the Michael's bored wandering the streets yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah basically he's turning up at houses and they're just not letting him yeah. in he's like... going to be killed by anti-maskers because <laughs> yeah. he's wearing a mask <laughs> amazing or basically he'll go on the run but nobody can find him because they're Everyone's all locked up yeah yeah no one can go out anyway. Yeah, we, well, <laughs> we'd, we'd love to help you, but unfortunately, the whole of Haddonfield's on lockdown. There'll, there'll be some sleazy guys trying to make a profit off yeah. it by selling uh, Michael Myers pandemic masks. I mean, after watching the actions of the townspeople of Haddonfield, there's no way that lot are going on lockdown or wearing masks. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's that's Halloween Kills. We liked it. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know other people didn't, but fuck them. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Fuck them all to death. No asking your wrongness. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go. Bye. Bye. Ta-da. Ta-da. Well, thank you all for coming here tonight and drinking all of my booze. <laughs> oh, really. Please leave. The party's over. Get out.